ten nine eight seven six five four three two one. Probably about this loud. Sounds good. Sounds great. All right. It's best of the best. It's the other one. It's best of the best. Yep, that's it. Nailed it. Oh, oh, I know. It's the spooktacular. Yes, yes, thank you. Finally, somebody decides to read the packet, the production packet that I send over before every record. You have a courier bring it to me. And you say, every time I see your signature, you sign for it. And no, then I'm gonna get right on these. And then you come in, and then I gotta say, "So you ready to go? You know your lines." Mm-hmm. And I say, "Okay." And then turn the mics on, and I look at you. And then, of course, as always, line. Can I get? Can just, I get, just give me the first just word. Show just me just me, the just first. Give me the first word. Hello. Second word. Hello and. Third word. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to Episodic Memories. Yes. I'm Andrew and you're Mark. Nope. And you're listening to. You're all over the place. You're all over the The best internet argument. No. No. TV series at your local drive-thru. Oh boy. No. You're just. uh, Buzzword. hmm. And. Friends and I will be back to one, everybody. Let's uh, go back to one. Can I get it? Back to one, everybody. You know, I'm feeling a lot of pressure. Let me get. I'm gonna oh, get a cup of coffee. Yeah, let's go ahead. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew, and you are listening to Episodic Memories. Your source and Who's resource all over the place now buddy your source and resource for just the absolute minute research of every television show in existence great got it nailed it thank nailed you. it thank you so much sitting across from me as always guess what everyone it's the chancellor it's the chancellor of Cable television. I think we've done this one. Oh. Mark Gonzalez, everybody. Yep, that's me, Mark everybody. Gonzalez, how you doing? Doing great. It's good to hear. How has your week been going? Uh, Pretty good. Yours? Uh, I started a new job this week, so that's always an exciting, fun new thing. It's always so exciting. Will we be watching mm-hmm. this show uh, yeah. for this yeah, show? Just... We can only hope. I read an article on Facebook recently declaring uh, Utopia to be one of the worst things that's that's happened to reality television. I did see that uh, on Deadline uh, at the um, Nappy or the MIP TV yeah. uh, conference that's going on right now. I think that uh, yeah. The, I think in a couple of weeks, you and I, or a couple of months, we'll be able to talk about that show. Yeah. On this on this podcast. Well, we Mark, want. it's uh, it's about shows that we haven't seen though. That's the issue. Has anybody seen that show? Oh, I guess. Oh. Oh. Mark, um... I think America made up for <laughs> whatever episodes we watched. Uh, Mark, I uh, I got great news. Yeah? I got great news. I I don't even know if I should be sharing this with you. You as being a, a plebe and all down, down in the lower class. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're talking to a member of a very select few oh here in God. the united states <laughs> i think i know what this is a very 
privileged class. Royalty almost? America's royalty, would you say? I would I'd, I'd put me up there as being near royal family status here in the United States. The U.S.'s response to uh, Queen Elizabeth? Yes, yes. It's going to be me and a bunch of, uh, a lot of top-tier... Prince Harry. Very high-level talent here in yeah. the United States. Mark, as of last week, mm-hmm. I have reached platinum status at yogurt land uh-huh now for those of you who what aren't do you, what do you get with platinum status at yogurt land? well let me explain mark again you as being an unrefined swine yeah in regards to obviously me being the platinum status yeah it's at, fair at yogurt land fair for you to call the rest of us swine. meanwhile you're down there in the dregs yeah i i shouldn't even i shouldn't even be facing you when i talk because i feel just I feel filthy just having to look at, at you, the unwashed mass in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yogurtland offers um, frequent, uh, f- essentially like uh, frequent purchaser cards. Yeah, that you know you scan in, and then every so often you get point. You you every time you buy some yogurt at Yogurtland, you but you get points, uh, and uh, you work your way up the tiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lowest level tier is like. Um, I don't even know. Just uh, mud, like yeah. uh, a trough. Yeah. Swill. I think swill. Swill ugly. status. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb and ugly. Yeah. Dumb and ugly status. Then the next, the next step up. That's that's raspberry status. Yeah. Okay. Raspberry status. That's where a lot of the commoners go. I mean, they they think like, oh, I'm kind of a high. I'm kind of a big deal. I got pla- I got raspberry status. Yeah. I can look at those people just dead in the eye and just <laughs> tell them to. Kick rocks. I can spit right in their face legally. Yes. I can spit right in their face. They can't do anything about it if I'm inside Yogurtland. Can't do a thing about it if you're within the walls of Yogurtland. Yes. Yeah. I can walk into Yogurtland and I can pull rank and I can yeah. say, "What rank are you?" <laughs> and if they tell me dumb and ugly, I I'll kick them. I'll can kick just, them right in the ass. Can you just shove people out of the way of machines that you want? Yes. I just show them. But then, do you get an actual platinum card? There is a top tier level, okay? <laughs> above raspberry. Above raspberry. Above above the commoners. Yeah. Which I am now, which a very select few, which now include me, <laughs> yes. are a part of. Do you know how select? Do you know how many I would other say platinum members there are? Probably one in a million. In, one in two million. In the United States. Yes. I mean, there's only 350 million people in the United States, right? Uh, yeah, so, so you think there's there's only 300, 300 350, people? 350, maybe 150. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just ballparking here. That might be a lot. Yeah. That are platinum status, which is where I am. Mm-hmm. Here's what I get, Mark. I get four ounces free every 30 points. <laughs> it's pretty good. You know, okay. what you, you, know, you, don't, you know what Dumb and Ugly gets? They get two ounces free at the start, and that's it. Wow. I get... A free cup on my birthday. Oh. Just walk in, free cup. Free cup right away. Every 250 points, I get a 16-ounce unlimited. I go nuts. I can (laughs) fill it with whatever I want. Yeah. 16 full ounces, that's mine. That's mine, baby. I can just Twix bars, whatever I want. Yogurt on Twix bars, on yogurt on Twix bars, on cheesecake, on Butterfinger Crumblies, on Sobe, and on Boba Balls, whatever it is, okay? Yeah. Uh, but I got 16 ounces to play with. And then guess what? Absolutely free. Yeah. I walk out of there. I, I, I can flip everyone off as I'm leaving. 16 full ounces. I'm going to smash this right in the car. Yeah. 
I can even just take it outside, just throw it on the ground. It doesn't uh, matter. It's it doesn't yours, matter. I guess. I'd say, how much do you pay for your 16 ounces? Oh, like eight bucks? Check this out. Splat. That's me knocking that out of their hands. Out of their hands, Then yeah. that's me throwing it Your all mine on the ground. And that's sploosh. And the best part, they are sending me mm-hmm. a personalized platinum card <laughs> In the mail. In the mail. That's got my name on it. Yeah. Does it have your picture on it or? No, just my name. Yeah. I can ask. I'll probably put my picture on it. So in case it gets stolen. <laughs> tape your picture onto it. Because people are going to get, people are going to get real antsy. Well, if I feel like if it gets stolen, it'll be more of an assassination. <laughs> like, That's the thing. You'll be walking and then somebody shoots you and then steals your precious, precious platinum card That's. From you. I would assume that's what they would want, why they would shoot me. Because yeah. they need, because... That's worth its weight in gold. Or platinum. Do you get four ounces for every 30 points, Mark? No. No. Yeah. That's what I thought. Because okay. you're not a member of the elite like me. Well, congratulations, Andrew. I'm very happy <laughs> for you. Thank you. I'm glad somebody finally congratulated when, me. When for do you get your card? Four to six weeks. Should be coming in four to six weeks. <laughs> okay. We'll have a we'll have an unboxing. Yeah, we'll do an unboxing. We'll do an video. unboxing video of me opening up and enjoying my new status as an elite, <laughs> an elite American member of a the true American Linda cr- yeah. <laughs> community. Yeah, uh, and you know, if you want to ask me for favors, uh, you know, to use my platinum card, I, I, I'm, I'm honored. That you would ask, but I can't. Yeah, it's a sacred bond between me and Yogurtland. Sure, you don't. They wanna. entrusted me. To be almost a Yogurtland ambassador. Effectively. As a member of the Platinum Crew. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm calling us now. Members of the Platinum Crew. I know know you're jealous, Mark. You don't have to be so silent. Yeah. It's it's hard to hear. I think I introduced you to Yogurtland, as I recall. Well, I took the reins and... You uh, did. Worked my way up the social ladder there at yeah. Yogurtland, and now... Now you're beyond me. I actually made something of myself (laughs) in the Yogurtland community, and... You're still dicking around with, you know, whatever. You're like, oh, should I put cookies on this yogurt? I don't know. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, Get out of the way. Me. That's me. <laughs> I, I don't know. What do I, I do? Know. Where put, do I put the cookies? I, where, it doesn't say. Can I put do the I, cookies in my mouth? Do I put the cookies on the bottom of the cup? Do I put the yogurt in my hands? It <laughs> doesn't say. That's you. That's me. And then I come in. I kick the door open. Yeah, like a, like a man. I say, get the fuck out of the way. Platinum crew member coming through. Well, I definitely want to shoot an unboxing of that moment with you. I think that'll be really it's special. It's going to be really exciting. So look forward to that. Episodic members. Members of the episodic <laughs> episodic Platinum Crew. You, Andrew has already forgotten this show. He's moved members, on. Members of the episodic Platinum Crew. Yeah. That's that's our elite status <laughs> members. <laughs> that's, a, that's a paid subscription. Yes. You will be getting an exclusive... <laughs> Unboxing video yeah. of my platinum yogurt one card. Yeah, it's so worth it. Look, look, it's it, that if you th- that thirty dollars a month it goes a long way. Okay, a lot of people don't know what those cards look like. Well, this I can may show be, them. This may be their only opportunity to see one. Yeah, they they can tangentially know somebody who's a part of this elite crew. Yeah, and then they can go back to their friends and their family and they say, "I know someone's got one of the platinum cards," and they'll say, "Bullshit, bullshit." But here I am. Here you are in the flesh. You're listening to me right now. It's very exciting. When they scan, when the person behind the counter scanned your card mm-hmm. 
to see that you had reached platinum level. Were there sirens? Were there was there confetti? Did she even notice, or did she just hand it over to you? She didn't want to make a big deal of it. Yeah, because uh, they're or trained. He, whatever. No, it was a, it was a girl. I was, was there. She. I was I there. So. Uh, she uh, she wanted to make a big deal of it because they're trained not to raise a big hoopla when platinum members come in. Because right. I'll tell you, as a member of the platinum crew, I don't like to be recognized solely for being a platinum crew member. You just spent the past eight minutes talking about. I mean, how exciting and it's better a, than everybody it's you exciting are. Exciting, and I'm better than everyone. But like, when I'm out in public, I don't want people to just know me because I'm in the Platinum Crew. Like, I'm an important person mm-hmm. that's finally being recognized by the Platinum Crew. But I'm an important person. Period. Yeah. Platinum Crew, second. Yeah. For, first and like. It's like a one point. It's like one point five. Yeah. Like one point two. It's very, very close. closer to one. Yeah. But me, me, myself, worth first. Mm-hmm. Platinum crew member, like very close. First and a tenth <laughs> millimeters away. Yes, very close. They they almost overlap on the molecular level. Mm-hmm. That's how close they are. Yeah. But you know, Mark, uh, I. I'm sorry you don't have such exciting news. I don't have any news that rivals that. Uh, you know, it's um, it's hard to match my jet-setting lifestyle as a member of the elite, mm-hmm. the platinum elite. Mm-hmm. So it's you and Beyonce, and that's just, probably about we're on, it. We're on a yacht eating <laughs> eating yogurt, a, a big old thing of mint yogurt <laughs> with some nutty buddies just plunged right into it with like yeah. antenna. Yeah, that's my life. That's, your that's life what now. I did Tuesday, Mark. That sounds great. I know you called. Now you're like, where day is he? Day after MLK Day. It, where, where is he? Yeah. And I was on the yacht. I was on Beyonce's yacht. And you two just you both looked at the phone and just laughed and laughed like you're gonna talk to me. But here's the thing, Mark. She's not a platinum member. She's a Raspberry member. Ooh. Yeah. So I. I you I then was, sent her into steerage. Yeah. I said, oh, it's nice. It's <laughs> nice to meet you. And then I just moved her along to yeah. hang out with my real friends. <laughs> the other people that have platinum <laughs> cards at Yogurland. The only people that truly understand they, you. They understand me and they accept me for who I am. Yeah. And I accept them who for who they are. That's really wonderful. All 150 of them. <laughs> we're like, uh, we're like uh, the white rhino, Mark. Can we just talk about the show now? We move on? I, 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 I guess. I mean, I, it's, your I, highness. I'm sorry. If, I'm sorry if, if my jet setting lifestyle is boring you, Mark. It's not boring me. I just think that people tune in to hear us talk about a TV show that we've never seen before. All right. Fine. 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 I, I guess I guess we'll move on. We'll move on from my <laughs> my incredible life. Your now. made up story of sending B, Miss Miss Yonce down to steerage. Mark, we are. Uh, this is episodic memories. Uh we, you and I, mm-hmm. discuss television shows that neither of us have personally seen before. Before. Yeah. We watch it, we analyze it, and we just pick an episode in the lineup and try and figure out what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. This week, Mark, speaking of jet setting, yes, we have a very high-flying, <laughs> action-packed, thrilling show a right thrill in front minute, of us. Really. We have a show entitled Airwolf. Yes. Now, Mark, what do you know about Airwolf? 
Era, for me, it was always like a punchline that I never really got. It was supposed to be kind of a weird 80s TV show about a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. Uh, most people remember, most people who I guess were alive during this time period probably watched this show when they were a kid and thought it was the shit. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, you don't want to go back and see it. You're sure? You know, kind of like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Where you're like, I don't want to go back and see like an episode of Teenage Ninja Mutant TMNT. TMNT, of course. Uh, Yes. As as, as members of the Platinum crew. Yeah, as we know. Because I bet it was really bad. I bet the animation was like a lot of repeated animations over and over again. Yeah. Bad kind of rubber mouth turtle talk and like turtle power is how it's pronounced actually it's a lot of a lot of bad per- turtle power turtle power <laughs> but bad and like meaning good again because it was that was the 90s but um i didn't know a lot about it i did know that there was like a funny thing that happened when the show went to a different network and the budget got slashed completely and they just killed like ernest borgnine off camera there's footage of him walking towards a helicopter and then a helicopter explodes and they're like, well, he's done. I just assume he got, he got chopped up in the, uh, in like the rotor or the something rotors, like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, that's a basically what I know of this thing, but uh, I guess there's more to it than that. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I think that's, that's pretty much the high spots. Yeah. So Mark, let's dive into Airwolf with a little segment we like to call Hey, 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 what's going on here? Hey, 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 what is going on here? Mark, Airwolf, the show Airwolf, Mm -hmm. premiered on January 22nd, 1984, on the network. Do you know the network? Uh, ABC? CBS. Damn it. CBS. Uh, it ran for four seasons, three of them on CBS. The fourth one in the early 90s, uh, kind of late 80s, late 80s on USA. So this fourth, this weird budget fourth season was on yeah, on USA. Ugh. USA was like, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, fuck it. Do you, do you, can we just recycle the shots of the helicopter flying by? Yeah, that should be fine. Oh, okay. Well, that's that sounds pretty good. It was created by Donald uh, Belisario. Do you know Donald, who Donald Belisario is? Now, he created a lot of great shows in the 80s and 90s. Yes, he, he did. did. Quantum Leap. Yes, he did. Do you know any more? Airwolf. <laughs> How did you know that? <laughs> um, did he do the one with Mario Lopez as a... Pacific Blue? I don't believe I so. I think he did. NCIS. NCIS, sure. Magnum PI. Yes. To name a few. Yeah. Very famous, very famous. Uh, kind of showrunner. Show yeah, he just, but uh, it's all these weird episodic one offs. Uh, the episode that we watched was the seventh episode of the first season entitled Fight Like a Dove. Fight Like a, like a dove. dove. So take that for, for what you will. Directed by Stephen Dollinger and written by Burton Armis. This episode aired on March 10th, 1984. So about two months, two and a half months before I was born. So take that for what you will. 
show uh, also starring Jan Michael Vincent and Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. Among others. So, Mark, let's just dive right in. Let's get uh, let's get let's get rocking and rolling. When we start with maybe one of the best sick ass openings that I have ever had the absolute privilege to be a part of. Um, watching. It's okay. What? It's only okay. Like this song starts up, which yeah. I'm gonna play right now. Okay. And listen, listen, just, just, God, damn it, that's. Doesn't that get you pumped? And or then something? it just repeats over and, and over going. again. It's a synth loop that just keeps going over and over again. And you see the helicopter fly around. There's a bunch of shit happening. It's just a lot of shots of like this helicopter going up, and then going down, uh-huh. and going right to left, uh-huh. and going left to right. Yeah. And you're listening to music, right? Yeah. And it's it's this helicopter and it's doing stuff. That's pretty cool. Yes. It's, it's not doing stuff. It's not like strafing or flying. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's, it's just around. going up. It's going down. Mark, you're just mad. You're just mad that this is a real helicopter. No, that's cool. I'm glad that they got a no, rental of a real helicopter for you're, a few you're days. You're mad. You're mad because you got yelled at for not flying a real airplane, nerds. A real airplane, nerds. Yeah, that's true. That's a Mark, Mark, story. yeah, Mark was flying a drone, a model. Yeah, you were trying to, you were flying a model helicopter a couple weeks ago in a park, and a um, a guy came rolling by in a large black, I guess it was an SUV. Yeah, and he he was leaning out of the passenger side of his best friend's ride, <laughs> and he was hollering at me. Well, he was, you don't want any of that. I don't want none of that. And he was like practically hanging out of the car. Window and he screams at me and the people I was with. Get a real airplane, nerds! And then he leaves, and I watch and like they turn around and they go back the direction they had come. And it's like these guys just went out of their way to yell at us for no reason. Yeah, and that's why you're upset. And that's why I'm upset. That's why you're upset. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that guy. He's not. He's not platinum status. I'll tell you that right no, now. No, that's not how he's, platinum status rolls. No, that's that is that is. Bush League, Raspberry, Raspberry League. Raspberry League at best. Get, get, go, get, go back to the Raz League. That's what I say. Uh, I I dug it. I yeah. thought this was this was dumb synth 80s at its finest, and uh, it shows you exactly what you're going to get. The show's called Airwolf, and you know there's going to be – it's exactly what you're talking about. You know there's going to be a sick-ass helicopter, and <laughs> guess what? They, they, they bring it in spades, baby. I, I just thought that it was lacking to the, like – you know the the subtle charms of the Rockford Files theme and opening. It's a different decade. It's a very different time. It's a different time. <laughs> We're living in a pre nine eleven world. It's a pre nine eleven world, so, so it's, it's hard a to completely understand. Completely different time. Uh, and then at the end of this theme, we also get this real quick like electronic dossier of all of the characters involved in the show, which essentially breaks down what's what, going on what here. The show is that, but not a lot. No, it's kind of very. That like Jan Michael Vincent is playing this guy named Stringfellow Hawk. Hawk. Which sometimes they call him String and sometimes they call him Hawk. The name Stringfellow I don't think exists. I don't think that's a real name. Uh, But Stringfellow Hawk, um, he's been hired by the firm? Or the agency? The agency. Some like 
outside the government organization to pilot this like super secret helicopter and he's only agreed to it until they find his brother who's gone missing. So there's no I believe Ma- maybe I misunderstood the bargain, but there was no motivation for them to find his MIA brother. Well, they said they're going to, but he's only going to pilot until they find his brother. Right. And if he's the best pilot, then there's no reason to find his brother. Well, they promised him that they would, and they're he's they he's they're the only option to help. That's the that's the that I think that's the the, the thing is they say they help, and maybe they will. Hopefully, they will. But he's got them under their thumb because he's the only one that can pilot this. Thing. No, he doesn't have them under his thumb. I don't know. I don't know, man. Don't don't look at me, man. Okay. Ernest Borgnine plays like his co-pilot. He's like navigator. And then there's this guy in an eye patch with glasses with an eye patch on. Yes. The lens. Uh, this it's is like a blacked out lens. Codename Archangel. That's Briggs, yeah. And uh, he's like their, the, the, the leader of the Airwolf li- squad. Liaison, I guess? I don't know. And he's like the, he's like a, he, he like sells weapons, but he also like is involved in this organization that owns Airwolf. I don't know. He's like their, he's the guy that gives them the missions, I guess. Yeah. And that's all we get. It's like, okay, and then. Uh, they're looking for Airwolf. This is, there's a sick ass helicopter that can fly like a jet. Which, to, for me, it's like, well, then why not? So it's still not as good as a jet. No, because they're like it's as fast. It's almost as fast as a jet. But to which can, I go, so isn't a jet better? But this is like this is like a helicopter. Yeah. So you're like you're not expecting it to be as fast. <laughs> so like a jet, you know, a jet can't. A jet's got to like, it's got to fly fast and then like. I guess you can't really bring in a jet to hover in like a real real low situations, right? Yeah, there are like vertical takeoff jets, but they're very hard to fly. Yeah, this is just a sick ass helicopter. They yeah. can fly like a jet, right? And it's got weapon systems that are yeah. very advanced. So it's like a cool, it's like a cool helicopter. It's like the Batmobile, it's but called, a jet. It's called the Airwolf. It's called the Airwolf. Act one, uh, we're in Paris. Yeah, and uh, a guy shows up and. Uh, Accosts another man who's coming out of like a chocolate store. Yeah, and they keep saying the word chocolate over and over again. Yeah, real Your bag of chocolate. Chocolate. We could have survived for a week on a square of chocolate as rich as those, Colonel. What? This guy. Uh, this guy calls himself the Dove. Yeah, and he is a Nazi killer. He's yeah. He's Mossad. He um he is going after uh, guys that uh, escaped justice uh, during World War II. Yeah, he's he's an Israeli guy that says uh, I'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm gonna bring you I'll back. Kill you. I'm gonna bring you back to Israel, and we're gonna try you, you Nazi scum. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, uh, the dove gets the drop on it. Uh, the dove gets stabbed. By, yeah. by the Nazi, who then uh, I guess takes his chocolate and then kind of leaves. Yeah, it's weird because he kills him so easily. It almost implies that the dove has never been in a situation where a somebody Nazi, fought back. Yeah, where a Nazi <laughs> didn't go, "You got me." <laughs> oh God, he's got a knife. Yeah, he has this like switchblade that pops out, and then it's like, "Oh, what's what is that? Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing with that? Hey, oh, don't point that at me. Oh goodness. Oh, it's in me now. Oh my God. So, uh, so that's that's our first scene. Then we cut to. Stringfellow and uh, uh, Dominic, Dominic, uh, Ernest Borgnine, yeah. Ernest Dominic Borgnine, <laughs> tooling around an airwolf. Dame Ernest Borgnine, 
tooling around in Airwolf. And uh, Stringfellow's like, uh, hey, I'm going to try and fly this really high. And uh, he does. Yeah. And then he almost gets them all killed. And then he's like, all right, we're going to fly low now. And then they do. Yeah. And then Ernest Borgnine's like, hey, you almost got us killed. Like, why'd you do that for? And he's just like, I just want to see what the see if I, I could see if I want to see if I could. Now in the and this scene takes forever, and then it has no payoff. Yes, in the dossier, they mention that Stringfellow is moody, moody, aloof. Yeah, and he's like playing a violin. He, he's playing a cello, <laughs> as I recall, which is very bizarre. That the like dossier footage file the file footage the is file him footage playing of a cello him is on a on a beach at sunset. <laughs> Like it should be like grainy snapshots from the back of a van, and like no, no, we put no. like a dolly track up in front of him. This is off of his CD release, apparently. <laughs> so he's supposed to be laconic, and I guess he's supposed to be cool, but the actor is just flat out awful. Yeah, yeah and he's unengaged. He's all squinty. He's like Ernest Borgnine's like, "What'd you do that for?" I wanted to see if I could. Ernest Borgnine's like, "What a fucking! I was in. I'm an. I'm an Academy." award-winning actor marty 1955 i'm fucking doing doing this was this jerk off yeah okay good 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 one string and then like borgnine like chuckles to himself yeah here's the other thing you need to understand about anything that happens in airwolf they're wearing these ridiculous motorcycle helmets yes so you can't see their mouths but that doesn't stop this show from having six minute long scenes where people are talking to each other with these helmets yeah, on. in the cockpit of these of this helicopter. I don't know if this was so that they could just shoot everything in like three days in a helicopter. Well, it probably then, it made it. Well, no, because it's a set. It's obviously the cockpit's a set. It's, then it's why like, are they doing it? Like, who wants to see a show where you can only look at their eyes as they dart back and forth? Well, they want to be able to... In, they, I bet they can fix stuff in ADR. Maybe that's like... They don't know what they're gonna say, like when they're I writing it. I don't know, man. You, you got me. Uh, the uh, airwolf flies back to the airwolf cave. They've got it. They've the wolf got, cave, yeah, got the, yeah. The the wolf cave, the the den, the wolf den, I guess. Which is also, um, oh no, it it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be the wee hounds. No, uh, op- personal office. No, that uh, that's that is <laughs> that's that is the dog pound. Yeah, that's the dog pound. <laughs> oh. Um, and, uh, this woman named Sarah Lebo just happens to, uh, come across the, uh, she snuck into the, the, the wolf den. Yeah. And, and found she's supposed- where they're hiding this super secret, <laughs> uh, helicopter. Fairly, she walked all the way from Israel. She was just like, um, I'm looking for like a real boss helicopter. Do you guys know where? Oh. 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 What's this in this big cave here? Yeah. Oh. Oh, here it is. Okay. So, um. She tells String and uh, Ernest Borgnine that uh, her dad was the dove, and so she wants the, the Airwolf team to help her get justice. And uh, she wants Airwolf to go to Paraguay and find that Nazi son of a bitch that stabbed her dad. Yeah. And uh, String's like, I don't know if I can do that. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> He's a little bit like Putty. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound like something I'd be interested in. <laughs> Me and the wolf. We're kind of a lone pack. Yeah. <laughs> Grease monkey. Let me get my, I don't appreciate that term. <laughs> Let me get my cello. You ever seen a monkey take apart an engine? I don't know any monkeys that can do that. Except they have a monkey cocoa. That monkey's all right. High five. 
Yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much what what String Stringfellow <laughs> Stringer Hawk, Bell is doing this whole time. Stringer Hawk Fellow <laughs> Bell is uh, doing. Uh, she says, "Well, um, that's a shame because I could probably help you find your brother if you help me out." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah, I could. Uh, I might be able to help you out." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, String goes and talks to his leader, the uh, Archangel. Guy, Archangel about uh, the dove, and he's like, "Yeah." Uh, <laughs> This lady came up to me and uh, she found the uh, she found the wolf dead. I don't know how she did it. I tried to cover our tracks, but uh, she did it. So uh, we're gonna go kill this uh, Nazi guy, I guess. Yeah. And uh, the the um, the guy with the the archangel says uh, you can't do that. I I can't pick that up. <laughs> I'd prefer if you didn't. He says, um, why don't we why don't we table that? Why don't yeah. we take uh, take that? Nazi killing plan off the table for now, especially with this multi-billion-dollar helicopter that uh, I've for some reason giving you the keys. Given to. you, <laughs> squinty-eyed <laughs> son of a bitch. I don't the know keys why, do. but um, why don't you why don't you go ahead and forget this Sarah yeah. girl? Okay, please, please for me. Stringfellow is like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, boss. Uh, I guess I can do that. I don't know. I hope that Stringfellow Hawk becomes a recurring character on our show. <laughs> yeah, that's you uh, pretty good. Yeah, that seems uh it seems doable. So <laughs> So we cut to, so so we cut to Kruger and Perry or we cut to the hot the guy's the, the, the Nazi, bad guy. The His bad guy Kruger. The bad guy's Nazi name is Kruger. Kruger's in uh, Paraguay, and he's got his collection of like uh, black market uh, weapons, weapons dealers. Yeah. And he's like, "Gentlemen, gentlemen, may I behold one of the finest pieces of stolen military technology in the world? Yeah, it is the missile defense system Tor, Thor, but he's, he pronounces it Tor. Tor Johnson. Tor Johnson. Hey, uh, big man had a, a, bit of a, a bit of an issue coming <laughs> through the doorway there. Something he'd have to deal with in, in real life every day. <laughs> Cut. Uh, and uh, so uh, the black market guys are like, oh, yes, very good. Yes, very polite golf clap. Yeah. Very evil 80s like group of white men. And they're um, vaguely ethnic. Kind of, but it's like we're rich and we're black market Dealer, dealers. Arms dealers, yeah. Uh, and they say, we'd like to see a test of this uh, Thor system. Thor. Thor, <laughs> good. Uh, and so um, uh, Kruger says, uh, no problem. And the guy says, well, I don't want to see some fucking bullshit uh, he uh, show. blowing up on, a drone. A, a drone. And uh, Kruger says, uh, look, I'm not some asshole flying a fake airplane. I got <laughs> In myself, a park here, all I right? I got myself a real airplane. Not some nerd out there. So a jet flies overhead, and uh, the he shows off the Thor system on this jet by saying, there's a real pilot in there. He's one of the best. I will give him. A, I offered him a million dollars if he can outrun the four missiles of this Thor system. The four of this Thor. The yeah. four of this Thor. And uh, he almost outruns it, but then the fourth missile Gets him. Blows him up, and then he says, uh, the bidding will start at uh, $2 million. And then he laughs and walks away. And it's, uh, again, this is another, like, six-minute-long scene where they have to explain that there's a pilot in there. Why would a pilot goes, fly? It, it goes, because it, I it paid him. Uh, and so you're like, okay, great. He's a bad guy. I get it. Thanks. Yeah. Act two. Uh, String uh, decides, I guess, <laughs> to hell with... Uh, 
to hell with Archangel. Me and Sarah. My boss. Yeah. I'm taking this billion oh, dollar. <laughs> going to take this thing and go. And just get the fuck out of here. Uh, Sarah. And this is the thing that really confused me. Like, we talked about this earlier. Like, he seems to be the... He's he can he's got the keys. He can just leave whenever he wants. Like, what kind of a deal is this with this guy? With this aloof, moody, seemingly they said he they help him get his brother, man. Get my brother back. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta find my bro. He didn't create Airwolf. Yeah. He's just a pilot. Just get another pilot. Just get another just get another everything, Mark. That's my answer to everything. They they appreciate the guy's skill and the on talent. On the cello. And they, they've, have you listened to the cello CD that he sent over? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's actually. pretty good, isn't it? It's not bad. It's, he's got great. He's got great range. Yeah. Okay, because a lot of cellists they can only it's only a real real small tinny range. You, yeah. Big sound. Well, a lot of them are just trying to do their best yo-yo ma. They're, you know, they're all just they're all trying to play. It's like every string, opera singer is trying to be Pavarotti. You yeah, know, you gotta you gotta go your own way. Strings doing his own sound, doing his own thing out there. I really appreciate he's it. He's out there on the edge, man. He's on sumptuous. He's, he's sonic sounds. He's right there on the edge. He's at the forefront of of the professional cellists <laughs> of cello players. Yeah, all right. People, people, twenty years down the road are gonna look back and they're gonna say that guy was a trailblazer in the world of cello. Do you remember the West Wing where Yo Yo Ma plays? Yes. And one it's of the a guys, Christmas episode. he like cries. It's like it was Yo Yo Ma. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. But it was Yo Yo Ma. Uh, Sarah is um, supposed to be like funny and like engaging, but I thought thought she was really annoying. She's in supposed show. to be like seductive. But she's written, it seems like she's playing the character or as like somebody who's, the director was like, be seductive. And she was like, you know, these lines aren't seductive, right? It's like, like, I don't care. Just, I don't care. Just we play got it. another three of these to bang out today. So yeah. put, I, on, put on the helmet. And I, just, I have 55 scenes to shoot today. All right. <laughs> Ooh, you are looking very sexy, sexy. Ernest Borgnine. No, not to him, to the other one. Oh. You are looking very sexy, squinty man. May I touch your squinty eyes? Perfect. Great. Great. She's, I'm hard <laughs> right now. She's. <laughs> sure we don't want one for safety? What? We got it. It's great. Uh-oh. Of course it was. Um, so. She talks about how cool she is and how bad Kruger is. She's and like, is, this a hel- is this the scene in the helicopter? This is, they're loading this up. They're loading up the, uh, they're loading up the wolf. That's what I like to call it. <laughs> We're loading the wolf. Yeah. Uh, the um, we cut back to uh, Archangel, who's worried about Team Airwolf. He's like, he's with Mar like, Marella. He's like sexy assistant. Yeah, in a cabin. Yeah, they're just kind of hanging they out. They have like, like a, a chateau, like a ski chateau. <laughs> and it's strange because Archangel wears this like white turtleneck with white slacks. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. He's dressed like a villain. Yes, like a with, comic with the book eye villain. patch too. With the eye patch and the cane, he's dressed like a comic book villain. But yet he's the but he he's looks the, he's the good guy, I guess. He's the good guy, but also in this particular setting, I'm looking at this and I'm like, is this a LL Bean ad? Is like, what is going on here? Basically, the implication is that he's an arms dealer that like has his thumbs all over good and bad. Yeah. So he's got business with Kruger. So he's like, I can't really warn Airwolf. About going against a guy that I'm doing business with. Yeah. 
Uh, but he does anyway, because, you know, fuck that guy, fuck right? It, whatever. Fucking Nazis, am I right? Uh, the boss calls Airwolf, and he's like, hey, um, you should probably turn around, because, um, I don't know. like You can't do this. I told please, you not to do please this. Please don't do this. It's too risky. Paraguay is not the United States. We can't just blow up foreign the countries fuck we want. now. This guy was in Oklahoma. Have Carte Adam. blanche, man. Uh, and uh, Stringfell's like, uh, no, can't do. <laughs> can't do it, babe. And then he... Archangel does the thing because Mer- Mer- she's like trying to trace. She's Air like Wolf. trying to trace Airwolf, and he's doing the thing where he's like, he's like keep her, keep, keep him on, talking, keep, keep him talking." Line, keep and she's, she's, she kind of <laughs> shakes her head, and she's like, she's, "She just said no. Like I can't do anything with no." Uh, and uh, yeah, and then it, and it keeps going. Sarah thanks Airwolf for like helping her out. She's like, "You guys are the greatest," but she's still, she's like. She like makes uh, Stringfellow smile. She's like, I will. Like, she's like, I will make you laugh. And then, and I think, I think she actually says that she'll make if, if he were to smile, his face would crack. Yes. Because he's so moody and aloof that he never smiles. Well, are you planning on smiling anytime in the near future? Because if so, I'll have any medical attention you should need in case your skin <laughs> should crack or your ears should fall off. So then he kind of looks at her. And I guess he smiles, but because, because as I yeah. said, they have these masks these on, you can't on. see his face. But she's like, he smiled. He did. <laughs> I and, I've seen him. I am so sassy. And then Borgnine in the back is like, did he smile? And she's like, he smiled. And then he's like, and then uh, I didn't smile. <laughs> and that's and then we go to commercial. I'm like, what? The, this is <laughs> boring and dumb and i can't see when the guy smiles uh we cut back to paraguay and uh kruger is walking through his big stockpile of big crates that say weapons, weapons ammo, gun. please <laughs> please don't steal yeah and uh he threatens one of the arms dealers he's like i could cause a nuclear war anywhere in the world even though i'm german not the russian but it doesn't <laughs> matter I'm doing a voice. <laughs> this is insane. In, yeah. In my country, in, in war, Russia. War start you. War start you. He says something like, he makes, I don't know why we're spending so much time with this arms dealer guy. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. One, he's a Nazi. He kills a guy really early on, and he's an arms dealer. We don't have to keep cutting back to him, but we cut back to him as he's talking through the t- talking to this guy, and he's like, this other this like arms distributor i guess like i don't like this is the mom and pop end of yeah sony you know, or whatever <laughs> and he says you know i have true power in these hallways and the other guy's like well your power is nothing compared to that of the u.s or the ussr and he's like oh i sell the weapons to they they they're ussr <laughs> Yarg. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm the true king of everything because I decide who gets the weapons. I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Yarg. Yarg. <laughs> I'll, I'll show him <laughs> I'll all. make him walk the plank, me, mate. see me in Davy Jones' locker. <laughs> Arg. I'm German. And then he laughs to himself for I, no I, reason. I, 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 <laughs> yes, he laughs like Popeye. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> he blows through his pipe. Like a steam whistle. Uh, Everybody knows. <laughs> Germans are in Popeye is based on a German man. No, I, knows everybody knows Andrew's the like, 
Andrew's the funny one, and I'm the one that's good with voices. <laughs> Everyone knows this. Everybody knows that. I'm the man of a thousand voices. So, um, Airwolf flies over the compound that uh, old Kruger is in, and they can't get a lock on it. They're like, oh, they're jamming our frequencies. I don't even know what that means, but they're doing it. Yeah. And then uh, they decide <coughs> to lower in, and they see a bunch of people just shooting their, their just guns at the... Uh, at the um, helicopter. Yeah. And one of them is Archangel, right? Or no. I didn't think Archangel. I thought it was Kruger. Oh, it's, yeah. It's Kruger down there. But then uh, Airwolf um, String won't pull the trigger and just blow these guys away with a rocket. <laughs> yeah. he's like, He leaves. And then in the next scene, the girl is like, why didn't you just kill them? And he's like, I don't do that. That's not my, it's not my style. Uh, can't go against... Uh, can't go against the boss man. He's a friend of mine. Can help me find my bro. And it's like, well, what are you doing here then? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Paraguay uh, sounded fun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm <laughs> I'm aloof. <laughs> try Where's Machella? Try and try and know where I'm at. Yeah, I'm a thousand miles ahead of you. Can't do it. Break on it. Freak out. Ride the lightning. Uh yeah, so Sarah says, "What the fuck, man? I would have I would have totally killed that guy." And he's like, uh, I, "I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use Airwolf to just because like he could have just fired up a Gatling gun and just tore those people <laughs> into just goo." Yeah, but instead uh, he's like, "Let's them shoot their guns at him." It's like shooting a gun at Superman. Yeah, they it just, does, just bounces off, and, and then, then he they, just like, leaves. They throw the gun and ducks. crashes into his eye. Um, so uh, Archangel is now apparently in Paraguay, and he is talking to Kruger. And uh, Archangel says, um, look, uh, I'll sell you some shit. I'm, I'm selling you some shit, man. I, I, I got I got the good shit. I got more of these Thor missiles. Got the WMDs. I got red caps. I got black flags. Whatever yeah. you need, man. Wimwams, Zimmy Zoms. <laughs> good and plenties. Yeah. Mike and Ikes. <laughs> Tors, Boars. Gores. Guns, guns galore. I got whatever you what, need. Whatever you need, man. Deus Ex Machinas. <laughs> Archangel then leaves, and Kruger's like, I don't trust that guy. Track him. Track him. Archangel then drives off with his Jeep and calls String. A white Jeep. I yeah. don't know what it is about this guy. He, just, just wants he to likes constantly white. He's washing his clothes. Wash his clothes, wash the car, yeah. and then you get out of the car wash, you're going to have to wash it again. Jeez. How do I know it's dirty? It's dirty. I can tell you, it's gonna get, it's gonna get dirty. What do I use? What's I? I use the soap to get the dirt off my hands, but then it's on the soap. Now What's, I have to use a soap on the soap. I have to use soap to get the dirt off that soap. No, no, I'm just gonna cut off my hands. That'll fix it. <laughs> They'll always be clean then. He calls him via this like briefcase phone that's basically like a rotary phone yeah. just glued inside a briefcase, and uh, Hawk shows up and string just, string shows up and just kind of rises above him in the helicopter and he's like wasn't this cool yeah and it's not terribly cool so they land nearby uh hawk and they uh have a conversation with him because archangel's like please just go How many times i have to tell you I, not I got to this, kill this guy i got this song fucking got a thing up. don't don't fucking blow this for me yeah don't don't fucking blow it don't don't fuck me on this you're gonna fuck me on this aren't you to which he replies yeah, I fucked you. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fucked you. <laughs> fucked you hard. Fucked you. Fucked you. Fucked. Yeah, fucked you. Fucked you long. Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, that's what the string man does. 
String them up. That's what I like to call them. When I when I fuck someone, I call them stringing them up. <laughs> yeah. Ask Sarah about getting strung up. Am I right? I don't know what he's talking about. So then. She's being coy. Yeah. It's the thing we got. We're I don't know what he's talking about. We have fun. We have fun. Stringing them up. So then. So then they have this conversation. like. Borgnine gets on the bullhorn of like the airwolf. Yeah, it's like they they scrambled the Megs. They're all they're all coming this way, which leads to my favorite line of the entire episode. I knew I couldn't trust that Nazi. <laughs> I knew I couldn't trust that Nazi. <laughs> but he doesn't say it like like that. He says it more like he's personally offended. He's like, I knew I shouldn't have trusted that Nazi. What that that scamp? That Nazi. So uh, the string and Borgnine jump an airwolf, and then Sarah and Archangel drive off in the Jeep. For some reason. For some reason. And I don't know where they go. I don't know where anybody goes. Make out point. Yeah. Yeah, Archangel's going to get strung up, too. <laughs> but not with the string. So man. Not with the string, man. That's not, I don't, string, string doesn't like go like that. String's only option is with Borgnine at this point. <laughs> Me and Ernie... Uh, Close quarters, you know. Long nights. <laughs> a lot of cold, long nights. Yeah. No judgment from the string man. <laughs> string him up. So, uh, <laughs> Errol flies away and gets these uh, missiles to blow up by hitting each other, but this takes forever. This is a really long helicopter sequence that should be high energy, should be danger zone. But it's not, and then you can it's tell. Helicopter he, goes left. Helicopter goes a, right. A miniature helicopter goes left. A miniature helicopter goes right. And then they strapped like a rocket nose cone to like a camera and just kind of swung it around during no, their aerial shots. No, they just put it in front of. They just put a camera on top of the nose of this rocket and then did a front screen projection. Oh, I see. I thought maybe they just. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And it's like, oh, look, it's coming this way. Oh. So. They, he gets the two missiles to run into each other, and they blow up. Oh, that's great. Yay. Yay. Uh, we cut back to Kruger, and Kruger's like, they somehow outran my missiles. Well, that's okay. I want that helicopter. I will get it. Beware. Take care. Pull the strings. Act four. Archangel. Says Kruger, they land and they reconvene. The whole crew yeah. reconvenes, and Kruger, uh, Archangel says Kruger's got these Thor missiles. This part confused the hell out of me. I don't know. I if they, he Archangel sold Kruger the Thor missiles, but I don't understand why we have this scene. Archangel, That's a great question. Archangel sold. Archangel tells the crew that Kruger bought these Thor missiles from him, which are United States technology. Yes, but he tells the Airwolf crew. Don't worry, there's a backdoor secret installation in the missiles. So if they're fired on American jets or even Israeli jets, all we have to do is press a button on a little black box and the missiles explode. Yeah. As a failsafe in case they did fall into the wrong hands. And so Team Airwolf's like, You son of a you bitch. Beautiful, Rommel, you, you beautiful <laughs> bastard. Yeah. Give me a big old, why don't you kiss the string, man? Let's. <laughs> Bring it in. Bring it in tight. Bring it in hard. Here we go. Kiss you right on the nuts. (laughs) So he says, so he explains this whole scene and they're like, great. Just press the button on the black box. And he's like, oh, I don't have it here. We don't have the black box. Boing. And it's like, well, what was the point of selling? Why did you tell me that? Why did you tell us that? I guess it's so that 
this international arms dealer is still a good guy because he, he yeah i know it, it, that's uh, like it, but it doesn't drive the story in any way it's a scene that doesn't it, it's like great so you've written yourself out of a hole yeah but it doesn't help anybody it doesn't it doesn't do anything with the plot right it's just a, it's just a this window dressing so fine they don't have the black box so they're gonna have to take this thor thing on head to head whatever i guess Sarah says she still wants Kruger, so Airwolf is going to go and try and take on the compound while Sarah and Archangel infiltrate it, like, from the ground. Yeah, so they can get him out of there and take him to trial. Take him take him back alive to Israel. Yeah. So Airwolf Instead flies, of just blowing him up, which, which is which he's going to die anyways. What Airwolf does. Yeah. They just turn on that big old and they just 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 paste everything is just paste yeah airwolf flies in but archangel and sarah uh drive up to like make out point and archangel tells sarah i'm not going to drive you any further in another excruciatingly long scene and in a really weirdly staged scene as well archangel gets stops the jeep gets out of the car and is like you're not going any further and then she's like i'm gonna keep going and he's like nope She's like, yeah. He's like, nope. <laughs> I don't think so. And, and then, she's like, no, I'm gonna. And then she gets in the driver's seat, and she's like, where are the keys? And he's like, I've got the keys. Mm-hmm. And she's like, give me the keys. And he's like, nope. <laughs> and then she's like, I have a gun. And he's like, you're not gonna shoot me. And she's like, I'm gonna shoot you if you don't give me the keys. He's like, you're and not he's like, gonna shoot me. You're not gonna shoot me. So then she shoots him in the ear. Yeah. And he's like, and he goes, you shot me. You shot me. Like you said you like, were going to. Yeah. Give me the keys. And he's like well no and she's like i'll shoot you again and he's like oh well i don't want that so then she takes the keys and she leaves now what we just did was probably two minutes faster an eighth of the length yeah so you can just imagine scene and it's i was expecting what i was expecting i was was expecting her to blow up that's what i was because he steps steps like four feet away away from the car i was expecting a car to go by or like the parking brake to then release and then she rolls back down the hill or something something weird but instead, it's this weirdly staged scene that they were just like, fine, fine looks Fill great. It. Looks great. Fine. Great. Mark. Mark it. Mark it, everybody. Airwolf, meanwhile. Uh, Martini. <laughs> here we go. Last <laughs> shot of the night. It's the sunset shot, everybody. So um, Airwolf then goes in and uh, decides to take on uh, the compound itself and take on the Thor system. And uh, despite the fact, what I was expecting was like, Airwolf was going to climb to that big time elevation that it had before. Yeah, that would have made that sense. That was going to come into play. Disrupt the, no. No. Uh, Airwolf just manages to like outrun the four missiles and gets the fourth missile to loop back around and hit the compound. Yeah, he outruns. He, again, just excruciating. He outruns two of the missiles and the two missiles blow up. And the German guy and his crony, his crony's like, he. He got he outran the two missiles, and then the Germans like, uh, yes, he <laughs> outran the two. He's, he's but cheating. Shoot him or something. But the next two uh, are the dangerous ones, and then he outruns the yeah, last then he one. Gets past the third one. Third one. He's like, like he outran the third one, and he's like. Well, well, son, I guess he done did run out that third one, but we'll see about that there last one. Yeah. And then he crashes the last one into the compound, 
seemingly killing everybody, but merely dirtying up yeah, Kruger, the German's front shirt. Kruger like, just kind of comes out like... He looks like in a cartoon when a bomb goes off. When a bomb goes, goes off. off, exactly. He's like... Wah, 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 wah. Uh, so then um, he's got the drop on Kruger. He's like, hands up. I got a helicopter. You're just a dude. <laughs> and I'm a dude in a helicopter. I'm a dude in a helicopter. I'm going to blow you out of the sky. <laughs> so then um, uh, Sarah then arrives at the compound. She's got her gun on Kruger. And she's like, I got my gun on you. And he's got a helicopter. But I'm going to get you. You're a bad guy. And... Um, String is like, oh god, please don't, please don't please shoot him, don't please shoot don't him. shoot him, please don't kill him. So uh, she's like, you killed my father, prepare to die. And then she shoots him in the face, in the ear, which is a hell of a trick shot to just, just pull off twice in a row. Pull off twice to just bloody someone's lower lobe on on their ear. Yeah, from I, like fifteen feet away. Yeah, it's. I would think that, like the the gunpowder burns alone would cause a lot of i don't know i just feel like that would cause more damage than anything else what if yeah. what if he didn't have like big uh, protruding ears like i feel like he would she'd take off his lower jaw she should shoot him in the leg if she doesn't want to I mean, or in the arm if she doesn't want to yeah kill him. She she's taking shoot. a big calculated risk she to be should like, say you should you know remember me every time this flares up and she shoots him in the knee yeah yeah but instead she shoots him in the ear somehow then we cut to the ski chalet. <laughs> Back at the yeah. The 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 airwolf team is celebrating another mission well done. And they're all in Christmas sweaters. Yeah, they're like, we did it, everybody. We fucking did it. <laughs> yeah, we did something. I'm not sure what. And then uh, Sarah says Sarah's something. Sarah's hanging out there. Sarah says something to String, and uh, she like they start laughing, and then she, they ask, they ask, uh, Borgnine's like. Why did it, where were you, String? By the time you showed up, everything was pretty much wrapped up. And he's like, oh, well, uh, and then Sarah says. No, Arch- she, he asked Archangel. Right. What, uh, where he where was. Where he was. And then Archangel's like, er, er, um, er, der, der, up, up in der, day, er, day. Yeah, er, day. And then. <laughs> slide down, too. And then <laughs> Sarah steps in and is like, he got shot by a sniper in the ear. And then they're like, a sniper? That that doesn't something about this doesn't seem right, and then String says you shot him, didn't you? And she says he wasn't taking me seriously, and then we all laugh, and then the show's fucking over. Yeah, and it's it's weird too because the two of them have that conversation. String and Sarah have the conversation privately, and they start to laugh. And then the to other people start and to they, laugh. They look over and they're like, "What's so funny?" And then and they, they start, start laughing. To laugh. They don't know what the joke. They don't know is. what the joke is. But, you know, people like to be, they like to have a good time. We all like to have good times. I guess they were drunk. <laughs> they were drinking, right, in that last scene? I, I guess we were all drinking. <laughs> we were all drinking in this wonderful show. Yeah, we're all having a good laugh at Strings Expense. <laughs> shot in the ear. Shot him, shot him right in the fucking ear. <laughs> Take that, you fucking dick. <laughs> and that is Airwolf. That's Airwolf. So, Mark, what did we think of Airwolf? It's bad. It's really bad. It's, uh, I can't believe it lasted four seasons. I, uh, I can. Okay. It seems really expensive. Yeah. It, even though it doesn't look it, it seems like because they got this big fucking helicopter prop, 
it seems incredibly expensive. So unless it seems like that's where all the money is going. Unless it's like number one, then I have a, I can't believe that they would want to continue pouring money into it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's one of these dumb shows that you can crank out, and you're just like, all right, like they're gonna blow up some ruskies. Great. And they take the fucking chopper overseas and blow up some ruskies, and people are like, yeah, yeah, I want more of this. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's I guess there weren't any other shows featuring a giant helicopter. That is true, because it seems incredibly expensive. <laughs> kind of a waste of resources. But with the success of Knight Rider, and you know, people wanted. It, it, it seems like that's the. That's but Knight Rider was like a computer that could talk. This is just a helicopter, and the main focus of the show is actually String, who's one of the least appealing leading men I've ever seen like he made Arrow seem like talented and full of range uh he is okay <laughs> all right string would have gotten someone better than Steve Aoki no no yeah, you're right you're right because why get better than top tier how are you how are you gonna do better than Steve Aoki how do you how do you beat platinum that's that's exactly Steve Aoki is, is the platinum status the original platinum status he's the platinum they were gonna call it the Aoki level but uh He's too classic. The good, for that. Uh, the good people of Benny Han has had some issues with that. Uh, yeah, it's not a it's not a good show, but at the same time, I don't know. It's dumb '80s fun. That's what I was. I wouldn't. It wasn't it. fun. It was boring. But like when we picture the '80s, this is the show we think of. White white weapons dealers in a big ass helicopter and a rock and synth soundtrack. The A team is what you think of because the A team was fun. No, I think I would think more of this because of uh, of the fact that it's like dumb action movie to of the excess because with the a team it's like all right some dudes walk in and then they shoot a gun at him and they miss meanwhile they shot this guy they shot this jet with a missile i guess if you want to talk about excess then uh, of the 80s and it's miami vice but this is like also with bad computer stuff yeah a lot of a lot of computer techno babble and then like push buttons a black and green grid showing some kind of the, uh, that's the rockets coming at us yeah you know some kind of weird techno noise insert here i can't wink so we're just gonna go ahead and just dig that in but that's airwolf mark we move on to a little section we have a lot of criticisms for the show but uh the, we answer them all in a section we call well, you, you fucking, fucking do, do it. it. So Mark and I have been tasked with writing pages for a potential next episode of Airwolf. Mark, we will start with you. Interior. Airwolf cockpit. Day. Hawk and Dominic soar through the sky like angels of holy justice. Why don't we check the low altitude stabilization? I think it might have gotten kablooied in Panama last week. Hawk moves the control stick forward and the craft pitches down. That's right. How's she feel, Hawk? Fine. That's the classic Hawk charm that keeps the team successful. Yeah. Both laugh. Interior, Briggs' cabin. Briggs and Morella lounge on a couch. Hawk is getting more distant and aloof by the day. I worry this is all getting to be too much for him. The Panama job was a mess, but did he... Do you really think he's coming apart? Every man has his limit. I worry Hawk may be coming to his. Since when do you care about his limits? Since he started flying my helicopter. 
<laughs> Exterior, airspace above training ground. Airwolf dips, dives, and barrel rolls as Hawk puts the helicopter through her paces. She's doing great, Hawk. Airwolf laughs. <laughs> it was just weird that people were always laughing at their own jokes, and then everybody else laughs. Everyone's got a big fucking laugh. Big, big fucking laugh. Big, big fucking laugh. Uh, I, don't, I don't have any pages. You don't have pages. All right, well. Mark, I started, I, I, as a member of the Platinum as a crew, member of the, you can't be I can't bothered. Be Andrew's. Trifle, I, can't, I can't just dig my hands into this petty bullshit. Yeah. Andrew's big time in I me. I got people. I big timed him last I week. I got people to do that And now for he's me big now. time in me. Jesus Christ. Mark, that's going to do it for this episode of Episodic Memories. If you would like to email us, you can always do that by emailing us at botbpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. You can go ahead and listen to past episodes on the flickeringbox.wordpress.com. We would love it if you could join us on Facebook or Please. subscribe to us on iTunes, leave Please. a review, do whatever you want. Do whatever you fucking want, man. No skin off my ass. Andrew doesn't care anymore. He's got fucking platinum level problems. Next week, Mark, next time, you and I are going to be talking about one of them Amazon pilots that I've been reading so much about. Yes. One of them. One of them there. It'll be a surprise as to which one we pick. Because we don't know yet. But uh, Amazon currently has their roster of pilots that they're looking to greenlight at some point based on popular vote, I guess. So we're going to take a look and uh, we're going to see which one what's the most interesting and talk about that, I guess. So watch them all, I guess, and play along. <laughs> You'll be pleasantly surprised if we pick the one that you liked. <laughs> Anything else, Mark? That's it. That's going to do it. Happy I got New Year. Uh, <laughs> It's already the end of January, though. We had, we had an episode two weeks ago. Happy MLK Day. Yeah, <laughs> all your favorites. Yeah, gotta go. Uh, gotta go to Yogurtland. Use that platinum card. If you don't use it, you lose it. That's what they say. That's what I say. String out. String. String out. Who doing a string out? Doing a string out. String out. Cha. <laughs> <laughs>